Oh, yeah, man. Hey, dude, I got shows. I got shows in different area codes. Hey, area. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did the computer go boo-boo? No, it did not. It's oh, just shit. freaking out. Guys, uh, at the end of the month, I'm going to be in Michigan. I'm going to be Holland, Michigan, I believe, on the 26th. And then Grand Rapids on the 27th and 28th. Then the following week, I, the second, third, and fourth, I am in Ohio. Uh, Second, third, fourth, three nights, three cities. Come get weird. And then just at it, everybody. January, uh, June 9th, back in Sandog, Eddie Bravo, myself, slinging jokes live. We're going to be doing one stand-up show, and then we're going to be doing a uh, tinfoil hat swarm tank for the second show. Those are That's a Thursday show. I always love going down to San Diego. I do love the comedy scene down there. I think it's doing great. And guys, I'd like to announce that 800 Pound Gorilla has put out my album, No Lives Matter. You can listen to it anywhere where they're ingesting new albums. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Dylan. I would put my uh, my albums up against anybody's. You want a yeah. bang, dog? Come and bang. It's special taping weekend. <laughs> He's taping a special this Thursday night. First show's packed. Second show's doing great. And, you know, what can you do, dude? The guy's spicy right now. Brian's spicy. Yeah. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, AKA Deep Waters. Deep waters, deep waters. If you were, if I was like, you're a doctor, it's like my friend who's a doctor, Gabriel Niles. He's a functional medicine guy. And he looks at diet. He looks at all the unconventional shit. And he's always reading about the most unconventional stuff. So he's like, your cholesterol is high. Don't worry about that. It's about your oxidized cholesterol. He doesn't, he's not an orthodox doctor. But also I was like, you could do, he, he was like, I, I go, you're, he's the only functional medicine guy in LA that takes insurance. All the other functional medicine guys take, they, they, it's like private, it's concierge service. So they only cater to the rich who can afford to pay 25 grand a month, a year, just to have their own doctor at any Ooh, time. that's pretty and for cool. Him, yeah, but for him, he's like, I'm not doing that. I don't like that. He, he, he'd rather live in a, literally like is fantasizing about living in a van and being a minimalist, but he's so up to date on, and he lives what he preaches. So he's in really good shape. He bikes, all that stuff. And I, and I, what I love about him is he's like, I could create this concierge service. I don't want to. It doesn't sit well with me. I'd rather be able to help people who can afford, who need insurance. You're the same fucking way. I love people who are like that, who are like, why would I be, why do I want to breathe the rarest air? There are a lot of people in life who choose to art, create their life so that they get to a point where they're, they're breathing the rarest air and they only hang with the elite of the elite. And that makes them feel like they've accomplished something and that's good. And then everybody else serves them. So now they're looking down. They like to get to the top of the mountain and look down. Personally, because of the way I grew up, I can't stand that shit. Yeah. Personally, I've never, ever taken those opportunities. I don't like it. I don't want that. Yeah. I actually don't. If I'm in this super exclusive, expensive place and yeah. I'm looking out on you know, the city. Yeah. And I have, I, I'm, I'm good for a dinner. Yeah. But if, if you said that's your life, I, I feel like it softens me. I feel like I didn't deserve it. I feel like there's an inequity in life. So as much as a capitalist as I am, as much as a free market guy as I am, as, as much as I am about democracy and I hate communism, yeah. I'm probably a bit of a communist in my heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, in other words, I want to mix it up. I want to mix it up with the, with the people in life that have dirty hands. I don't like, I don't want friends that just work with their face. I don't want that. I want I friends love who are, I chaos. Want, That's I like, my thing. I like people that, 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 
That's why I'll never be at a certain point because I literally enjoy rattling the cage as much as I love crushing. Like crushing feels great. But when I know I got a crowd, it's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, let's see this. How you feel with that? So my final date is, you know, what's really cool. is like, I'm going to be in Houston with my good friend, Eddie Bravo, the, the conspiracy social club. I mean, excuse me, Tim fall hat comedy night. So, so the first show, there's going to be two shows a night. The first show is stand-up comedy. Me, Eddie, and the guys from the show are going to be doing stand-up. The second show is called Swarm Tank, okay? And you pitch us your conspiracy. That's awesome. And we're going to tell you whether we believe it or not. The Swarm. What a great name for your followers. Yeah. What a fucking great name. I want a t-shirt. Why don't we make t-shirts that say... You know, swarm. Yeah, swarm. I got one that says swarm troopers. Swarm is and then a great. I got this local celebrity shirt that I'm selling. No, dude, which is my no. favorite. You can never listen. Focus on one thing, motherfucker. Local uh, celebrity. No, you local don't understand. That's actually genius. Local celebrity. That's, I want. I want that T-shirt, and I also want swarm. I I'll want, get you one. Let's make. What's swarm, your size? You should You're, make swarm. Are you apparel. next or large? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker, I'm a medium. Let's make swarm apparel. You should have swarm apparel. Swarm. I would do tracksuits and shit. Yes, dude. I'm not against that, dude. Swarm apparel is really good. I would wear a swarm tracksuit. Yeah, I'm totally down with that. Brian, how are you? Can we talk about how excited I am that you're you're backing the saddle over there? Look, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm not going to say anything. We're just going to see what happens. Uh, well, happens okay, then I, then we'll go with we'll leave it at that. But I couldn't be happier thank for you. you. Thank you. I'm just I'm just taking it one step at a time, pivoting, working, trying to figure out you know this whole world and I think look look great. man like i said like it, always be thinking always be changing always be have one foot head in, on a swivel bro out. head on a swivel and just be ready know that the motherfuckers are coming in one way or another yeah. know that the motherfuckers are coming in one way or another you it, life is a fight and that's okay learn how to it, it's okay it's good to have if life's a fight learn how to fucking duck weave and 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 hit back it's it's important otherwise you're a sitting duck it's like every time i i i tell like um the women in my life i go you know, be ready, be ready in case like you're at the park with your child and some maniac comes up. This is how you do it. If somebody tries to get you in your car, this is how you keep them away. Like you have to rehearse dangerous scenarios. And most, unfortunately, most people go, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to bring negativity in my life. I don't want to think about that. Okay. You're a sitting duck. I can't stand that. Hold on. You run like survival activities with your, the women in your life. Fuck Yes. I try. I teach my kids stranger danger. I teach them what happens if somebody tries to grab them, bring them into a car. And I, and I, but you got to get ugly with it. You got to be like, you stick your fingers in their fucking eyes. You do, you bite them. I'm surprised you never got into Krav Maga because that is all Krav Maga is. It's like fucking survive and advance. It's, it's a mindset, but you don't, you will not be able to perform in an emergency unless you practice. You will sink to the level of your training. People do not rise to the occasion. They don't. Let me give you a couple examples. There are a lot of people like, so they'll teach you to tell you to practice dialing 911 because when there's an emergency, your child, God forbid, gets in a life-threatening situation, drowning, people can't see the numbers. They can't see the numbers on their phone. It sounds weird, but they actually can't what? see them. You you panic, you get tunnel vision, and all of a sudden, your child's being attacked, like something's happening. You can't dial 911. There are a lot of examples where people say, I couldn't see the numbers. I couldn't, I couldn't dial my phone. Your motors, your gross motor skills go away in, in emergencies. So unless you practice that shit, you you just you the, the most incredible thing is sometimes when a child drowns, the parents forget to go in the water and take the kid out. I know it sounds crazy, but a lot of times there have been examples when paramedics come and the kid's still in the fucking pool. Because they're panicking so hard. Oh my God. And not only I, that, I, I watch this. Can't so watch even this. Think in about fires, it. I'd be like, boom, go, fly. In, in fires. <laughs> in fires. I do brack stroke. Yeah. Bang. And then what I would do is go around to them and I do a hip check because I tried to help a guy drowning. He grabbed me and pushed me down. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, you got to go around to the yes. back. Yes. Hip, hit him up and like put them on you and yes. drag them. You got to kind of go under. That's right. If you go to front to help them, they're going to push you You're down. You're going to get drowned. That's exactly right. So one of the other things <clears throat> that you want to do is like, so so there have been a lot of examples in a fire. All they had to do was push the door open. What they were doing was pulling the door with all their might. 
They Dude, to do you want to hear the, the, the and story? And another thing is when they used to teach FBI agents when you would shoot right on the range, you shoot right, and you pick up your shells so that the other guy doesn't have to sit in your shells. You clean up after yourself. You know what the problem with that is? In firefights, they'd see they'd find FBI agents or they'd find the agent or whoever it was dead with his pockets full of shells because he stopped in the middle of the fight to pick up his shells because that was his training. When they, when they teach you how to take guns away from each other, so you, you practice take, disarming somebody, taking the gun away. When you do the drill, you do it, you take the gun, and you give it back to your partner, and he tries it. So you take turns. Problem was, a dude took the gun away from a perpetrator and gave it back to the guy. Well, you got to be, I mean, is that it's, like it's training. training or retardation? No, it's your training. You go to, you sing, you will do, you, it's called going back to your happy place in, the, in, in MMA, in the UFC. If you're a wrestler, okay? If you're a wrestler, what happens is once you once you start, you're exhausted, you get hit, you go back to wrestling, you dive down and grab the legs. Yeah. If you're a boxer, so what they'll do is, they, so you know, um, I think it was um, in in uh, Oakland, I think out of Andre Ward's camp. When you box, like the the reason they teach you like fundamentals that are so important, like they make you drill like perfect shit all the time, never do it wrong, is that when you get hurt, when you get hit. You don't know how to do it wrong. You never bring your hands down. Your instinct is to keep get smaller, keep your eyes open, because you've been practicing that, so you don't know how to do it wrong. That's how you keep yourself from getting hurt, or that's how you survive the, the getting hit. When you, If you don't, if you get hit for the first time and you're not used to that shit, your hands come down to go for a double leg, yeah. and then you get caught again. Yeah, so during the UFC this weekend, they were talking about how Charles Overera says Oliveira over Oliveira right Olivera. Charles Oliveira yeah. right how his technique is textbook and yes. they slowed it down and you saw like like he th boom his yes boom it's his hands right here. there dude you see? right there and, and you, you see that so much in fighting and even a novice like me that even though I've been studying striking for a very long time on a very low level I see that all the time i'm yes. like dude you're dropping your hands man that like that is that is striking 101 dude but if you've been a wrestler your whole life your your instinct is to go down you're gonna the way you shoot a double is you come your hands ben Askren is a great example yeah so so with Oliveira, if you watched like then one of the things that rogan said and other people was like he's never out of position so his feet his balance because he drills that. And if you watch that perfect hook, he dropped Chandler with this, his, if you see the hook, it comes this way. It's so disciplined. He doesn't come out like this. It's just bop like that. He just, it's his motor. It's, it's what he's used to bop, bop. The exchanges, his head's moving bang. And then da, he sees an opening. He is such a great example of life. Yes. Like 28 fights, then he gets a fucking... 11 years or something like that. That's, what, mean, it, that's dude, what it takes. That's what it takes. Unbelievable. Yes. And, and he, now you look at him, you go, what, who who beats this guy? Well, hold on. He also lost the first round. What makes him incredible is that Chandler is a monster. Chandler is so fucking good. Chandler is so shockingly good that I think that when they run it back, they fight 10 times. Shab was talking about this, and I agree. They, they fight 10 times. It could go five and five. I mean, you, if, if Oliveira makes one mistake against Chandler, if you make one mistake against Chandler with his explosive power and his technique, you're going to sleep. So remember what he did to Oliveira. He put that motherfucker on. He had him in a guillotine. Oh, put yeah. him on his back. I mean, he's a nightmare. I, I'm so... That's a guy who's so sick athletic that, and if I, and I, and he's, then that's all natural. He's all natural that, because USADA is so strict about drug testing. He's all natural. I can't imagine if he ever fucking decided to go on the juice because he looks like he's got that explosive energy that yeah. most guys can only get if they're jacked up to the fucking, you know. One thing I just want to say is, uh, and I love Joe Rogan. I love Daniel Cormier. I just, didn't like the commentary on Tony Ferguson. Uh, yeah, that was I, I, I felt like yeah. it's, we all see what's going on here yeah. and it's just like the dude has done so many amazing wars. Yeah. We, I, I just feel like you don't have to say he's slowing down. It's over. He's done it. You know, yeah. I just felt like they, I mean, just in that moment, just like 
if he doesn't come back again, he's like he's mauling retirement, all right? Because I get it. You went on a 12-fight win streak, and then you lose three in a row. You start questioning your stuff. I just didn't like the commentary. I like just a basic kind of respect. A respect of like, we all see what's going on here. I mean, you saw instantly how much. You remember like what made Tony amazing was his uh, his, his, his movements, like his ability to work angles. The, within a second, you saw like, he couldn't move that quickly. I know. So, so, so one, one of the things, there are two thoughts on that. Is one, I, I, I know how you feel because I felt that way. Like I felt sad. And also I, I just bums me out when you take a, a guy who's given so much to the game and has been such an incredible champion that when you hit 37, who knows how to measure it, there's, you, you might lose <clears throat> a blink of an eye of speed. You might lose a blink. a blink. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes to be number five, number 10, instead of number one, number two. That's all it takes. And that's just time, right? Um, I, I think, though, that when, when, I, when I was listening to Joe and I was listening to Daniel and I was listening to the other guys, I thought to myself, I hate, I do hate that we're talking about Tony Ferguson this way. The only thing is their job is to call it like they see it and tell the truth. And the brutal truth about MMA is that they're right. And it, in in. The big question yeah. for Tony is how much longer do you want to do this when you took the kind of beating he took from Justin Gaethje, which I hated seeing. I hated seeing. Even him versus Charles Oliveira. <clears throat> horrifying. That's you bad. don't walk away from that. You, you, don't, you don't suddenly become a better fighter when you take that kind of beating. That's like being in two major car accidents. It really yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> dude, it's a young man game. And for just the love, I mean, it just sucks that in this simulation – he could never get that fight with Khabib. When you talk five fights, five fights canceled, That's uh, it's almost impossible that mm -hmm. that happens. But it did. It, but he did get to interim, and I think that still is something pretty fucking amazing. And I don't care. I just felt, I just felt it's like, he. I think he deserved a better, uh, just a little more love. That's all my opinion. I know is. what you mean, dude. I, I know what you mean. And I, I know exactly what you're saying. And these guys are super sensitive. <clears throat> I mean, like, look at the way Diego Sanchez, like, he had a giant explosion. How people were, were talking about him. These guys obviously go back, watch their fights, and they hear what's being said. And it's just like, I've gave my blood, sweat, and tears. I know I'm getting my ass beat. And Rogan will probably be like, dude, it's like really hard in the moment to be like, dude, I get it, man. It's, it, I, you know, it's like well, I said Joe, about Joe, Rogan, it's Joe, an impossible gig what he's doing, and he's doing it. Well, he he's in the business of telling the truth, and and I think that if it, it's a double-edged sword because if Joe doesn't tell the truth, and if Joe Joe doesn't say, <clears throat> there might be a more sensitive way to say it, but <clears throat> if Joe doesn't tell the truth, if Joe doesn't talk about how he sees it, because frankly, I think sometimes, I mean, it, this is a controversial thing to say as well, but if if I'm a commission, if I'm a fight commission, and I see somebody taking that kind of damage. I, for their own good, that person's own good, I, I, I say, you can't fight again for, I mean, I don't want you fighting. I don't want you getting, I don't want you eating out of a straw. I don't want to see Tony Ferguson, as great as he is, take any more damage. I don't like seeing somebody who's that sort of beautiful, who represents that kind of effort, who represents that kind of um, courage and, and that kind of technique and just the dedication. I don't want to see him get, I don't want to see him go out on his shield. I don't want to see a guy like that take brain damage i don't want to see it i don't want him dealing with with cte in in you know 10 years or five years why right. so i think a lot of times our responsibility as viewers our responsibility as fans our responsibility as a commission as, a, as you know the medical community has to go this is just too much diego sanchez was known for fighting being just insane and crazy enough to go fight of the night fight of the night fight of the night just able to take so much damage. How much more are we going to do here? How much more are we? Gonna, you're hanging upside down, and your your coach, whoever that guy is, what is, is hitting you in the head? <clears throat> and the coach here is is at least you see him like actually saying, "You guys need to treat me with respect." Like, who are you, dude? Yeah. Who are you? Who now, are I, I, no, you know you don't. Nobody, nobody. There's no contract. Nobody says we have to treat you with, with respect. We, 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 can, we have to call it like it is. What you were doing was ridiculous and crazy. 
and made zero sense to everybody in the world. You don't have to be a fighter or in the fight game yeah. to realize that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life and, and had nothing to do with anything. That's I mean, inserting yourself <clears throat> into the story. Yeah, this attention. guy, I don't know this. I don't know anything about this guy. Well, I you know, very, what, Brian, I very, when, when I saw him listen, you know, I just want to say, saying I need more respect, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, get out of here. You know, what you're talking about with Tony Ferguson, what you're talking about with Diego Sanchez, just watching these beatings. I feel like the viewers of this show feel like that every week when they watch you take fucking beat down after beat down every i mean it's all it's getting ugly and i'm like do i continue do i call it on this podcast and stop the pain stop the infliction of spiritual and fucking verbal damage thank you for that but you've got to understand something every time people think i'm taking a beating what they don't see is my invisible truth helmet and my invisible truth <laughs> You definitely wear a helmet. My truth mouthpiece. Did you take your short helmet. bus here? And I got my pads on. So what it is, is I'm just rolling. And I'm just, I'm watching you oh, go, oh, man, man, oh, and I'm going, oh, oh God, here we go oh, again. I get, what episode is this, 58 or 59? 59. So guys, what Brian is doing is a classic rope-a-dope. He's allowing me to annihilate him for 59 episodes. <laughs> and now he's about to turn it around. I'm giving and you so really dropping I'm, I'm, some serious hammer i'm just giving you rope bro i'm just giving you well played because what you like to do and that's okay is you and the the viewers should know this is you like to cherry pick you like to cherry pick you like to find like you'll you'll try to find connections any way you can and then you're like i found gold and guys like me are like oh god here we go again here we go again so far i've walked into this room and brian has been on the phone with a cia agent and a fucking banker an international banker brian was satan not available was it (laughs) did you just get his fucking secretary dude i mean the anunnaki not taking your calls right now i'm getting i'm what i'm really trying to do is keep these fucking dudes from i'm trying to keep these guys from fucking coming for Brian, before we get into whatever retard story you want to talk about uh based on the last week a lot of stuff has come out about fauci are you still holding on to yes this? i'm gonna pee and come back and oh, defend myself. of course you're gonna pee oh the the these the it's it's inevitable bro inevitable god dang um what i was gonna say was someone sent this in oh yeah yeah we'll look into that Okay. Look into that, dude. And then Robert Manel sent another video. Oh, good. The same guy? Yeah, I didn't watch it. He was the only one that sent in anything. Good. Well, besides the guy that sent this. Let's do, let's call a segment live with uh, a moment with Robert. We'll call it. A moment with Since Robert. Since he's the only one calling in. The purple guitar guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it's just ridiculous. You know what else is really weird? How nobody's talking about Julian Assange now. Even the alternative people. Right. It makes you like where what that story's just gone. I don't know. Like where is it? How is it that the alternative people aren't even talking about it? What makes you wonder like how much is psyops out there? Like the child sex trafficking. Where is that? Nobody talks about that. Even though we've had major arrests going on, where are those stories? Mm -hmm. Where are those stories? No idea. It is weird. It's fucking weird how things just pop up and then they disappear. Yep. But my God, dude. It's so interesting. So, so like, ha- since you've been on the show, has your view of things changed? Yeah, you've made me realize a lot of stuff. The last stuff, right? Yeah. So, I, how long have you been doing this show? Since March. Well, just go tell them. It's like, yeah, clean it, dude. It's like human. So weird. Yeah, get one. Get- Get some of these underprivileged children they're helping to go clean it. There you go. Now, so, now let's go. Now, hold on. Uh, first Brian, of all, we're having a conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. You went, you went sitting down. Yeah. Now come join the adults. Go ahead. Go ahead. So how long have you been on this show? Since March. Since March. Okay. Yeah. So you've been on for a little while. Yeah. Um. So when we first started the show, uh, a conspiracy theorist, a, a spiritual skeptics, I call them. <laughs> we were. We wait, were, wait, wait. You're a spiritual skeptic. Yeah. I, I come from a spiritual base and I'm skeptical of the official narrative. That's awesome. You're a spiritual skeptic. I fucking love that. Right? Uh-huh. So uh, so from the start of this whole thing, I've said, we've the community has said two things. One, this is funded by a small group of people, Bill Gates, Dr. Felci, and this is going to lead to 
vaccine passports and show me your papers. And if you don't do that, you're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to be able to do this, this, and this. And that was at the beginning of this. Where are we right now? What is my, What are those predictions looking like right now before you jump in? Anthony, thoughts on those predictions. Are they looking pretty good right now? What do you mean? Like, are they going to make us do that? No. Are, are, is it looking like those somewhat seem to have some truth to them? Yeah. Thank you. I, well, I, I, ha- I have to go to Hawaii in a few weeks. And it's like, I got to get tested before I go. I got to get tested when I land. And then to get back over here, I have to get tested. And then I get tested again when I land. I, For I, a virus that's a 99% <clears throat> survival rate. Enjoy that. I agree. Yeah. I agree that your paranoia, <laughs> your paranoia is well-placed. In, in other words, I actually think that what's what I appreciate is that when, when I call pandemic, it my tiger instincts. The, 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 literally, the only difference between you and I is this: what I what I worried about with the pandemic was I'm mean, immediately was I was like they're making us wear masks and they're shutting everything down, and I was like, who's first of all, who is making this decision based on what evidence? Because I wasn't given enough evidence. What I what I what I th- saw was there was this virus coming out of China. People were spraying, going crazy. You saw it in Italy. And then I started to see that the death count in Italy. Why? I think it was Milan where they didn't close the port. It was all these Chinese people that were coming from China. And the mayor and the people were like, look, we're not we're not anti-Asian. And they were hugging. They were fucking a hugging. Hug a Chinese person. Did you see, that? Did you see that? They were hugging. Yeah. yeah. So guess what? Because in Italy... Old people never go to homes. They live with with their families. They live with the family. So all these young people are going out, bringing the coronavirus home. Old people start dying in crazy numbers. So I have a number of friends from Italy. Were you scared as an old person? I I wasn't. What what we did see was that that it was so crazy. It was so crazy in Italy that the, the families couldn't go see their grandfathers and their grandmothers and they were dying. So it became a major problem. So that's why Italy lost so many old people so quickly. And the mayors were saying, listen, motherfuckers, you can hear them. There there are videos of them going, I'll come into your house with a flamethrower and I'll kill everybody if you don't stay home. So they were going out in the street going, hey, you dumb motherfuckers. And you could see it because they realized they'd way fucked up. So when I started to see how bad this virus was for the Italian old, I think what happened was, and I remember when, when Trump goes, no fucking travel from, from, from China. And what did Nancy Pelosi and all of them say? He's being racist. You remember when she went down to her <laughs> Chinatown in San Francisco? I'll be like, we encourage people to come here to the Chinese section of town. Uh, yep. We lie. Yep. Yep. And so, so it turned out that the smartest thing you could ever have done was what Trump had decided to do, right? So what, I, what I saw was a bunch of, um, and I remember seeing this, I go, there's no, there's no, nobody's agreeing on what the fuck to do here. <clears throat> and it seems to be that people are scared shitless and nobody knows what to do. And every fucking local politician, governor, whatever, I got one or two things. They're going, this is an overreaction. I'm not making my people close. I'm not going to kill my economy. And now the people are going, this is the, this is the, this is going to kill millions of people. We're shutting everything down. So it was these two overreactions and each politician has an incentive. You can say, I'm going to keep my economy open. Fuck this. And we're going to be smart about it. Or other people are going, I don't want any deaths because I'm not going to get reelected. Shut it all down. Right? So you have these two extremes. So what I saw was, was massive overreach or somebody who was massively underreached. It was very okay. interesting, right? Let so, me ask you so two, wait, wait, so two different philosophies. Blue states, shut it all down. Red states, fuck you. Let individuals figure right. it out, right? right. It, was very, it, was, it was an interesting thing. I've said from the beginning. But Brian, let me real quick before <laughs> yeah. you start. Yeah. Statistically, the, the states that had super lockdown and the states that didn't have any lockdown right. had the exact same numbers. That's right. In fact, sometimes even lower numbers when the states that weren't locked down. So let down. me ask you something, Brian. So, so for me, I went, I went, so again, that's why I said I have a major problem with, and I didn't know anything about the virus. I, I, I was worried. I was actually worried about, I didn't know if it was, I didn't know what was going on. Nobody, maybe nobody did. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But I was, I was like, are we going to kill the economy based on, on something that's, we knew pretty quickly that it was affecting very old people, but not young people. And so I was like, what's actually going on here? Why is nobody telling me this? And who was making the decision to shut down fucking everything except for liquor stores and huge, huge corporations? 
I, that to me. How about the fact that they were saying you can go to? There were actual health departments saying if you're going to have sex, you should do it through a glory hole. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, yes. But again, so so for me, but so, that's all done on purpose. But not so you say warfare. it's done on purpose. I look at it as, as as people who didn't know what to do. They didn't have all the information, and they were panicked or incompetent. I always look at panic. I look, fear and incompetence is the bigger culprit. And then the difference between that's with me, what but you Brian, look at is you look problem. at you look at it as being Again, organized. Brian, I love you to pieces. Yeah. But it's always amazing how time after time after time <laughs> you blame it on fucking just incompetence and just dumb luck and bad luck. But yet the people making the decisions seem to always come out in the end with more power and more money. So good question. And no, I very, didn't make a good. I didn't make no, a question. No, but that's a very I good said, point. I made, I made a a good, that's a very good point. And and I and I would suggest I'm going to meet you halfway on this. I'm going to say this. I do believe that when there's a pandemic like this and it causes this kind of havoc, there are fucking people <laughs> like like you know people I disagree with in government. <laughs> Who go, hey, this is an opportunity for more power, more control. This is an opportunity to make sure everybody has vaccine passports. And I find it very interesting that but you Brian, guys want vaccine passports, but no, but you don't want I voter ID cards. Yeah, that's how the, interesting. That is how the mental gymnastics it's, that it's that nuts. Progressives are doing right now. Yeah. So explain explain that to me. So progressives, you gotta have a vaccine passport. Okay. You have Biden saying it, the choice is simple: either get vaccinated or wear a mask. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, right now, we're on the honor system. Right now, I I got vaccinated. I don't need a mask. How long is that going to last? How long is the honor system? Or how about last? the fact that you now go into places and, and you're like, you could be like, I'm vaccinated. They're like, we don't care. We want you to have a mask on. So, so what's the point here? Yeah. What is the point? Well, because they're this? they're they're private companies, so they they have a so, mask. Mandate. I'm gonna tell you something, Brian. The other day, I like the other day, I had a throbbing headache because I took a boner pill, right? And <laughs> I was just like did? bored. And like I used to, when I did drugs, I take boner pills all the time. And I'm like, can't do drugs. Maybe I'll try a boner pill. And I went to this one like historic, um, historic ad adult toy store. Uh, I forget the pleasure chest on Santa Monica. It's near my where my studio is. I've so I go, there. I go. I'm like. Uh, my favorite, uh, my, like I used to love to do gas station boner pills just to see if I could, do they how work? hard I could get. Do they work? Well, this one called Boy Butter, dude. I mean, you get, you can, you can stab somebody with the the Boy erection. Butter. Yeah, it's called it like, and it works fast, dude. Like most of these things take forever. That's right? amazing. Mine just, I mean, this thing just gets you hard fast. Gets like I don't have the biggest dick. But I have the hardest dick. I'll tell you that right now, dude. I'll put the fucking steel up against anybody's, dude. It is shanking. A cat would blunt its claws on it. Yeah, seriously, dude. It'll steel cut, sharpened steel, it can right? Cut glass. It'll so cut a diamond. I go and I go to get this this uh, boner pill, and there's a guy in front of me, and he's like, "Why do I got to wear a mask? I'm vaccinated." And this flaming gay man's like, "Wear private." Uh, business, we can enforce whatever laws we want, which is nuts, which is nuts. And I, you know, my, my office is near West Highwood, a lot of gay people, right? All wear masks all the time, but for a virus has a 99% survival rate. But when AIDS came around, they didn't shut down one gay bar. It's, they it's, were just straight up bareback and left and right like it was <laughs> fucking nothing. But now this survivable virus is here. They're like, no, 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 we got to take precautions. Oh, dude, if I could get fucking Corona through my asshole, you wouldn't give a fuck, <laughs> would you? I mean, it's unbelievable. The mental gymnastics that goes involved with that. It's unbelievable. I, I I don't know if I would indict the entire gay community <laughs> in that fucking philosophy. I'm sorry, dude. I, I listen. I love gays, but man, they're part of the very progressive group. Sanzo is like, I love gays. I love them, but at the end of the day, <laughs> but it's the truth. I, they didn't I shut know. down gay bars. I, I didn't. But see they any shut that. that. Like they're like, no, you gotta wear. Dude, walk around with 13 masks on. Well, I I don't know if gay people wear masks more vigilantly than straight people. Uh, would I, you have to guess, Brian? I've not seen that. <laughs> I've not seen that. I saw a dude with a BDSM dog mask on. I already told you that. <laughs> you did? 
Yeah, he's just walking down West Hollywood. He was wearing what? A, a BDSM? Wow. BDSM dog mask, you know, with they, they, that puppy love shit they yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I don't know. Are you know. in the BDSM? I feel like that would be right into your shit. No, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just, it's not my thing. You're just in the power fucking. I like fucking just regular. I do too, I'm too. a regular guy. Right? I'm a regular guy. I mean, it's, I don't need anything else. I want, I, I just like the, it's just great. But right, not, I got pee now. You can oh, go Oh, see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to pee. Hope this it doesn't, hope it doesn't too burn boy butter. Hope it doesn't burn boy butter. <laughs> fucking boy butter. Boy butter sounds like cum. Well, boy butter sounds, yeah, it does. Boy butter also sounds like speaking of very gay. I mean, if I were to, if I were to be marketing any kind of a lubricant or any kind of a pill to the gay community, I would call it boy butter. That's fantastic. Now, boy butter sounds also a little pedophilia ish. Yeah. So you might want to call it man butter. Boy butter. <laughs> I mean, for a guy who's railing against how gay people their their mask protocol he's he's super into i think sam's yeah i think sam is is like sam's probably the kind of guy who's like i'm not gay as long as i'm doing the banging you know what i mean as long as i'm not a power bottom i don't consider it gay sam's probably the kind of guy who's like as long as i'm not smiling it as long as i'm frowning the whole time it's not gay that's what it is Sam, you take pills called boy butter. I yeah. mean, there couldn't be anything for somebody who rails against pedophiles and being a power bottom. You, you... First of all, I do not rail against power bottoms. To each their own. Children, don't touch them. No, I know, but you do kind of go. He's a fucking power bottom. <laughs> Whenever you have a problem with somebody, you're Dude. like, and by the way, they're also probably a power bottom. Okay, first of all, <laughs> if you're gonna get a boner pill, who better to get boner pills from than people who love boners, which are the gays? <laughs> well, also, but there, but I, but also, but it's also like if you, it's, it might be people who also like boys and butter. And for me, that's pretty fucking risque. Hey, dude, it's not, listen, it's not perfect. What but- do you like? We like, we're in this factory. We like boys. We know that, guys. And we like butter. Who doesn't like fucking butter? Let's call it boy butter. And and we'll get it. We'll market it to guys like, you know that guy Sam Tripoli who's kind of gay, but not really. You know what I mean? Who can get weird, quote unquote, yeah, which a means, lot of oh, weird. there's a cock. I might suck it today. Hey, yeah. That's hey boy butter. If you need a spokesman, hit me up. If you got tits and a dick. Who knows? Hit me up. That's it. Let me know. Hit me I'm up. I'm all about that action. All about it. Okay, so let's get into some other stuff real quick. Brian, so so you don't feel like the last about 58 episodes have been giant L's for you? No, 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 dude. I've been, I've been. Brian, do you not think that it's coming out that Fauci had way? Oh, by the way, uh, the person who runs the, the organization or the lab, some came out about Dr. Fauci's wife. Mm-hmm. And she's just part of the chain that gets the Wuhan lab. Their money. Well, here's the thing about Fauci. Well, I, I think Fauci is two things. I think Fauci scumbag. is. I think he's a bureaucrat. And a douchebag. I think he's a bureaucrat, and I think he's overly cautious. So those two things. And my biggest problem <sighs> oh is that my, my biggest problem is that Fauci is not the issue. It's when you give a health bureaucrat that much power. That's my problem with it. Right. So I, I have an issue with that. When Fauci can sort of decide schools are open or they're not. I have a problem with that. I think that should be up to the states. I think that should be up to a lot of other people. And I think that right now he's been given too much credit. And not enough. On, he's a on, Hitler that's of on, That's on our government. That's on that's on people who want to give, you know, sort of the a bureaucrat like Fauci who runs the NIH, which is a bureaucratic position, that much power, that much say so. He's a like like Rand Paul said, Fauci is a very conservative, very, very, very cautious human being. Brian, and I got to be honest with you, man. Yeah. It's unbelievable how you see this dude when he is the exact opposite of that. He is either the luckiest guy to get a job because he's made all the wrong decisions or he's evil, that greedy might be, fuck. That might be that might be the case. He might very oh well be. God, have, he dude. might very well be the the world heritage which Brian does the wrong evil decision. exist? Let me ask you something. It does. Does evil I, exist yes, out there, yes. Brian? You believe that these jihadists could be so evil they could attack us? I don't think jihadists are. I don't think that that in their mind they're evil. What I think is that's an ideology. Right. That's an ideology. In a but they did evil sense. shit, right? Yes. Could could people in our country 
do evil shit with yeah, their yeah. ideology? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So is it possible? Just possible. Yeah. I'm not even asking for probable. Yeah. I'm asking for possible. Is it possible Dr. Fauci has an ideology that could lead to what we would believe is evil? Is it possible? Well, yes, in that, in that, I believe that when you have top-down sort of command structures, when you have, when you allow a bureaucracy like the federal government to have that much power, when you have people in power, frankly, like Nancy Pelosi and and other people like even Joe Biden, who believe that the federal government should have that much reach, that much power. Hillary Clinton's another one famously said, I have a lot of ideas, but the American people can't, can't afford them because it would cost too much money. When you have people that believe in a government that big, that strong, and that much federal oversight, I happen to believe that does lead to tyranny, does lead to evil things. That is why I rail against progressives in that sense. I don't think the federal government should be there to solve our problems first. I think government should be treated like a necessary evil. And this country is great because of individual liberties and we're losing those. Our government doesn't represent us as individuals. So I have a, I, I totally agree with you on that. However, I would suggest that that the evil is really in if you allow a system like that to take place. But people like Fauci are almost irrelevant. It's up to you whether or not you want to give them that kind of power or not. I think Fauci's job and what Fauci is obsessed with is figuring out a way to keep this virus death rate at zero. That's what his job is. And if that means shutting everything down for another year, oh, so be it. And that's my problem with the guy. That when you talk about wrong decisions, 100%. I think Fauci's so obsessed with, it, you know, people, their jobs, health bureaucrats are, no deaths, we got to stop everything. Uh, sorry, you have to close all your businesses. I know they're small businesses and we have to shut those down. And they don't fucking, there's no accountability. That's my problem. That's what's evil. But Brian, explain it to me why a, why a small business has to close down, yet a big business like Amazon Fresh can stay exactly. open. Exactly. Exactly. But Brian, that's my problem Brian with shutdowns. Question. Yeah, but Brian, what we're talking is what is the intention of that? So those decisions are made by governors and local politicians. Remember that. That those decisions aren't necessarily made by the NIH. Those decisions are made by people like so DeSantis would say bullshit in Florida, you're open. When when you got Gavin Newsom who says Fuck this. Now, his approval ratings are, are pretty high now because the death rate's so low in California. Dude, but his approval... Brian. In some ways. Brian, some have you ever been polled ever about Gavin Newsom? Never. Never. Anthony, has anyone called your house? No. That's a good has point. Has any of your ninas and ninas... No, you might be right. The, 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 his, the press is very favorable to him and never critical. He's trying to save... Dude, the guy literally... Can you look this up? If they actually did this, California releases 70 violent 70,000 violent prisoners. I think there's also on both sides. Yeah. Prison, violent prisoners. I think there's also a lot of stuff said uh California inmates to be eligible for early release. Like is this guy like you're getting recalled fucking motherfucker? Yeah, a lot of these guys are drug offenders, though, and stuff. No, it says it's violent. Mm. That's why it's so violent. Violent. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to stop a recall. Yeah. He's, it's stick a fork in you, motherfucker. You're still, dude, he's literally one of the last states to to mandate masks. It's like, what are you doing? The science come out. Masks no, don't work. They never work. That was another thing that conspiracy theorists told you. Tell me where the conspiracy theorists were wrong. And mm. I'll tell you where they end up being wrong. is when they expect corrupt people to fix corruption. That's when they're done. And I can get into why I think that happens. Like, oh, all the arrests of pedophiles are coming. Well, guess what? They didn't happen. Why? Because that lets that tells the masses, no matter what you find out we're doing, we'll never fucking pay a price. And well, that's a spiritual so, so the, the, Those are the things that I worry. What I worry about is like how the press, the mainstream press, isn't critical of Biden or the administration at all. Like, it's just so unbelievably biased. It's so one-sided. It's so unbelievable. Like, like the guy can do the guy could do anything he wanted in the press be like it's fine he didn't he's like it. Look he over give here. a press press uh you know we're gonna get the uh, 
condiment lap dances, uh, the stars are cool. okay. And they'll be like, Biden gave a, an amazing speech yeah. today. And it's yeah. just like, but don't you understand, dude? That's actually good, Brian, because more and more people, like, say whatever you want about Biden. I've said this before on here and I'll say it again. You could say, if people love Trump, hate Trump, you know? But the one thing you can say about Biden, he did something that Trump never did, and that's unified the country, and that Biden is a fucking garbage president, like across <laughs> well, the his, board. His approval rating is still stuck right at 52%, which is what Dude, he won by. Again, who, these are made up numbers, man. Well, what I'm saying is that that's actually historically low for a president, right? Especially in the first 100 days, it's like super low. It's one of the lowest ever recorded because like- Because uh, he uh, wasn't really yeah, so, elected. So 52% is what he won by, so it's like it stayed there and usually, Every president, it goes, it's it's up, right? But you're talking about, well, just, just watch with the unemployment numbers, with these stimulus checks where people don't want to work again. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, did the CIA pressure Yemen to release Al-Qaeda propagandist Anwar al-Awalaki? Al um, what is this? Exclusive new, explosive new recordings released by the Houthi government of Yemen pile more earth atop mountains of evidence, existing evidence of the U.S.'s government's support for the very same terrorists it has claimed to be waging war against for nearly two decades. The Moral Guidance Department, a branch of the Yemeni Armed Forces of the revolutionary Houthi government of, of Yemen, published last week a number of secret documents and phone calls from the former regime of longtime President Ali Abdullah Saleh. I'm going to tell you about him, by the way. Do you know how he took power? Saleh? Yeah. He, he, I think this is the one. Sally, Sally literally was a major in the Air Force or, or in, the, in the Army. And he went there. He had a, a briefcase. There was a whole like round table of the most powerful people. Pulled out two guns and shot everybody and fucking went, I'm the new president. Anyway, two phone calls between former president oh, that's some Sally. Kill Bill shit. Oh, dude, he's a bad motherfucker. I mean, he literally. Can just you went, look that up, yeah. dude? Look, is look that up, real? Yeah, look up how, look it up, look up how Ali. And let that president got power. It that was some coup. crazy he shit. He literally came when in. We gonna get apparently. that picture back up on the wall. I need to see you doing high kick karate. I know, dude. I'm a kicker too. I'm a fucking kicker. Yeah, that was the when I I went to Yemen and I remember they, them talking about how he came to power. That's why as a kid, and I've never forgot it. I was like, oh shit. Um, we'll find it. All right, Brian, why don't we look up dancing too videos while we're at it? This is a special moment we call. What the okay. fuck is Brian Sally doing? Sally attended the local Uru school and joined the army in 58, continuing to advance in his military career. <laughs> he helped to bring Ibrahim Hamdi to power in, 19, in the 1974 coup. But the assassination of Hamdi in 77 and of his successor in the following year threw the country into turmoil. The result was Sally's elevation of presidency by people's. He survived an attempted military coup later in the year, and in 1983 was re-elected unanimously. Yeah, so several times in the American. Yeah. Brian, so just checking of, out my there crypto. Of, yeah, there were a lot of fucking. Um, a lot of fuckings. There were a lot of attempted assassinations. There are a lot of assassinations. All right. All right. All right. Well. Brian, fun fun facts with Brian Callen. There we go. Well, guys, sorry, it. we just took a long break while I tried to look up that fucking thing and I couldn't find it. I'm not sure who it was. Never mind. Now, Brian, um, let's get into another subject that you're not as retarded in. Yeah. UFOs. What are your thoughts on that right now? A lot of disclosure coming out. You probably think it's legit and the information's just getting out. Well, I think for the first time, the Department of Defense is saying that these are UFOs, right? We don't know what they are. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Do I think they're ter extraterrestrials? Anything is possible. Um, do I think there is extraterrestrial life? I would imagine, of course, there would be. Um, I don't even know how to think about that. It's not something I really actually think about. However, because we have movement, of, we have certain um, unidentified objects that are moving in ways we can't explain, does not mean that some military operation, some secret military uh, program doesn't have technology that we, none of us have seen or can explain yet. And it doesn't mean that they haven't been tested and picked up by military, other military aircraft, etc. And just because somebody who works for the military doesn't know what that means, doesn't mean it doesn't belong to the military. As you conspiracy guys know, and as everybody knows, the military has very secretive branches that nobody knows about that are dealing with technologies that nobody knows about because it's top secret. So my guess is 
maybe what we're seeing is some kind of military technology that hasn't that nobody knows about yet. That's what I would suggest. I think that's the most logical thing. Um, is it extraterrestrials and are they really sweet to us? I hope that if there are, they're they're nice and they're kind. And they want oh, to help us. Of course. Us. Well, there are uh, high entity, uh, high frequency entities that are here to help. See, the, you know how you I so? see this realm? It's yeah. like WrestleMania mm -hmm. and it is <laughs> like a battle royal where like fighters run to the to the fucking to the to the ring and yep. it's like oh my god i don't know where come the ant people from hollow earth i don't know oh it's the grays from the top row. and yeah. they just all come and it's a battle royal fuck fest in this realm and they're right. all here it's right. like bigfoot out of nowhere they just come out of nowhere and that's what goes on here it is a battle royal realm right right well, that, that's an interesting thing. The problem is I can't really go on that because I don't have any evidence. Brian, All if, I want from you once. Brian, you know there's actually a doc called The Missing 411. You should study that. No, no. What I want from you once what? is something called evidence. Brian, what evidence would you take? Uh, Do just, I have to be like in the Game of Thrones where I bring a white walker and show it to something you? That, just something that, that at least enough people kind of say yes to right so if you say there are extraterrestrials look there could be you can't prove a negative it's just that it could also do you think it's extraterrestrials or do you think it's some kind of military technology honestly what do you think in your head? uh i think it's a little bit of everything that's not a good enough answer i can't go with that sir we're in a court of law right now. You got to make a choice. Oh, you can't be like, well, really? Is the judge stretching? Why we he tries me? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm stretching. What's going on? Circulation battle, man. No, shut up, Sam. You're stupid. I don't. <laughs> have to... I believe, Brian, yeah. that there are entities of both light and darkness that work for and against the government to keep this realm moving forward yeah well you know sam i can't really go with light and darkness and fucking lord of the Rings. well because shit. you're lost yeah no because that's what i mean Brian, you know where it's dark where your head is shoved so far up your ass it's really dark. i know but you can't like just hit me with with your silly you can't silly? Be, you can't be with well the dark realm the the mirror realm, and then we got the white brotherhood like i can you just like can we get down to planet earth and just give me like something i can put my feet on like the what brian like, like, do you think, uh, do you think that the UFOs in question, that the Department of Defense is saying are UFOs? Do you think that they're actually extraterrestrials and the government knows about it? Okay, or, Brian. Or do you think they could just be a secretive military program with technology? We don't. I think most it's likely both. Gun, gun to your head. You have to choose one. No. Gun to, your, gun to your head. Because it's both. The Nazis made contact with fucking uh, 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 dark entity ent beings in our Antarctica. Yeah, the they made a deal with them. Uh, they basically came, showed my in to fucking yeah, with fucking uh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower made a deal. Was like, listen, just be cool. And they're like, you could have our national parks, and if you want to jack people to probe their butts, you can totally but jack what them. Comic there. book? Did you read this in? It's not. I've talked to read researchers that's a comic book no it's not the nazis talk to entities in yes. antarctica yes how am i supposed to go with yes that, what yes. am i supposed to do with that insane it's, fucking it's, it's called fucking schwabenland <laughs> and hitler was a jew ladies and gentlemen he was a jew and you had hitler, jews saying it's true i don't hitler got that was section. a jew everybody the ultimate. But wait, wasn't he like according to history? No, he thank was not you, according Anthony. To no, he was yes, not. Yes, he was. No. Are you sure? You were just a, before we yes, read comments. Let's sure. get to our video. We got another segment called "What's Rob Think." Uh, we have one guy sending us information. I don't know. We need know. more fucking videos. But hey, I'm happy with What's Rob. Up, What's up, Brian Rob? Uh, purple guitar guy coming at you, aka Robert Mantle. Robert J. Metal on Instagram. Let me sneak that in. At this point, Robert's going to um, be the third co-host. So this is my uh, conspiracy submission for you guys. Um, I got to preface this by saying I am a little bit of a conspiracy nut. Partial thanks to uh, Sam Tripoli for that. Um, Making a difference in the community. Partial thanks. But um, you guys let me know what you think. Um, I think the vaccine has something in it that will render us uh, infertile. Yep. Um. And that is because they want to decrease the overall population of the world. All right. And then 
they're also coming out with all these UFO videos recently, and they're saying the Pentagon confirms this one, the, Pen the Pentagon confirms the other one, and I really don't see any incentive for them to um, confirm UFO videos um, when they could keep it secret like they have for so many years. I don't, I don't see any point in it besides um, that there's an agenda following behind it, which I think is they're going to stage an alien invasion, okay? Um, now here's where my theory comes in. I think they're gonna blame the fact that we can't have kids anymore on the aliens. Yeah? Interesting. What do you guys think? Interesting. And be like, okay, you can't have kids. Um, you think it might be the vaccine. Well, actually it's not the vaccine. It's these aliens who are zapping your genitals from the sky Cool. And, um, and what are we supposed to do? Fight yeah, the aliens? Us okay, stop. Fight these aliens? So, stop. Um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't thought this one through that no, much. No, you haven't. But, um, yeah, you have. Great job. No, you haven't. And, Great job. You know, maybe Thank you for coming on Swarm Tank. I mean, first of all, who's they? Trop and land people. So who is they? Let me finally say um, that what you guys do is so amazing because... Uh, You're welcome. I am um, a disabled veteran. Um uh, both my legs were blown off in uh, Afghanistan, so uh, you guys, you guys really don't know um, how powerful um, the stuff that you do is. Uh, you think you're just kind of messing around and having fun, but you really help a guy like me um, to get through the day. Um, you know, I was honored to fight for my country, and it's unfortunate what happened. Um, I got a lot of liberties and pleasures stripped away from me. Um, you know, I used to be an athlete, and now I'm and now I'm rendered to a wheelchair and uh, uh, I just have to stay blessed, man. I have to stay thankful. And um, and you guys really, really helped me get through um, my tough days um, because you're hilarious. Uh, you keep it real and you have real conversations. So I want to say thanks a million to you guys and um, I will be a fan to the end. Um, yeah, so that being said, um, Peace out and God bless America. Okay, right. I thought he was going to drop a hammer on about us banging his mom again, right? Hey, mom, are the SpaghettiOs ready? Oh, you oh, motherfucker. I knew it was going to happen. You motherfucker. I knew it was coming. You son of a bitch. I knew it was That's coming. That's fucked up, dude. That's fucked That's up. fucked up. I was going to be like, you know what? I was going to go through a whole thing about how, how you know, I wanted him to come here and sit. You fucking asshole. Brian's so uncomfortable. He's picking his fake skin right now. Oh, he's no. picking his fucking his skin oh, suit. That's so fucked you see up. me laughing halfway through that? No, I, I, I knew did. it was coming. I was I knew too, that was coming. I was, Come on, dude. We're veterans. We knew what was going oh, on there. I and I was actually gonna be like, wow, I thought he was setting us up. I bought the whole thing. Well, because did you really? Yeah. <laughs> which is totally the show, right? Anthony, that was a dirty trick, and I know I that was you. That wasn't me. That's you, dude. That's not, not that's me, Anthony. Dude. I'm not fooled by you fucking slicking your hair back, dude. That was Anthony's sick joke, you sick I, motherfucker. I mean, we're offending, which we kind of should give him some shit for making fun of veterans who've lost their legs. Yeah, you think? Which, which is like, in <laughs> this realm, freedom of speech, have a good time. A lot of stuff said there that unfortunately gets somewhat diluted by the horrible joke you just did. Uh, but... Let me just say that. What is this, by the way? I'm not going to entertain it's anything Gmail. he said now. What do you, Robert Mantle? What the fuck do you want me to do? This fucking guy just, just had me. This is a Discord. It's Gmail. It's oh, Gmail. Yeah, it's just a Gmail app. Okay. That All was right. that was kind of bad. Um, yeah. There's a lot to truth. Just know this, Brian. Just I, know I, this. I'm not going to comment on anything right now. I'm feeling a little bit sad. Okay, before oh, Brian, you felt bad. You felt bad for him, and then he. I feel you. bad for the for veterans who lost their legs. I thought that was he. Me was, too. He was was it, didn't you guys have a story about that? Like someone was in the crowd at one of your shows recently with, with didn't have legs. I've had many veterans who lost yeah. limbs in my shows. We did shows. In I get Afghanistan. I get emotional of it. We we were in Afghanistan, and I saw we saw that little boy who lost his legs to a mine. Yeah, you know, and I said so we saw. You know, I remember going through the hospital, man. I was trying to keep it together. I was trying not to lose my shit because, I don't know, man. You know, that's that's uh, a lot of those guys. You know, they've gone through some crazy. They continue to go through some crazy shit, right. and all I do is shake my head. You know, I, I saw a dude on the plane. He he and his buddy, and he had no legs. And I walked by him. He got on early, 
and that you could see whatever he had done, he was something, he was probably a seal or something. He just looked, his buddy and he were just rocked out dudes, you know, and he had lost his legs. And, um, and I, and all I did was I kind of touched him on the shoulder. I go, thank you. Thank you. You know, but that's all I know. I, I don't know what else to do. Like, I, I don't know what else to do. Have you seen I that wrestler I, I feel that helpless. has no legs? And he wrestles in a division and he yes. dominates everybody yeah, yeah. because he doesn't have the weight of his legs. And it could just all be like fucking super Hulk up here and fuck everybody up. Who was that one fighter that only had one arm? They tried and it was just, they were going to put him in the UFC, but you just can't do it, dude. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some questions because there's some funny ass shit going on. This episode made me realize that Nutneck knows <laughs> That would be you. <laughs> That's absolutely nothing about current day issues. If it happened 50 years ago, he's your guy. If you want to be dumbed down, I found this at the library version. <laughs> right, we love you, but for my God, will you please let Fatty McFat get through one thing without bringing up your old, <laughs> dusty perspective into it? Jesse Lund, you ageist motherfucker. You yeah. ageist son of a bitch. You nailed it, though. Kyle Arose, next week we want the lizard people, Callan Fauci, Bill Gates versus the HDI breakers. What's HDI? The Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah. Breakers in a dance-off. Callan ain't got the moves like the Fat Dragon. Yes, I do. Thank you. Dropkick. In a different dimension, these dudes have bigger bladders making the show bigger and better. It's just not this dimension. <laughs> That's so true. Adam Soberash. I feel like w w I'm one comment away from Sam saying he wants to fight me for charity. Sam, I may disagree with you, but I don't hate you. I love you. To be fair, when the when the podcast first started, many of the episodes I said you won. You were crushing Callen back then. Somewhere around the mid-30s, Callen became Cowen. Exactly. See, he understands. I never knew you were who you were before this podcast, but now you're honestly one of my favorite comedians. You're hilarious and seem like a genuinely great guy. From time to time, I even listen to Tinfoil Hat Podcast. Don't do that. Maybe do it's it! because I'm not ready for the deep waters, but for now, I'm going to fly on the back of the big gay owl until the fruit bat can turn it around. Yeah! Oh, Kurt Yigitos. Kurt Yigitos. <laughs> Holy shit. Kurt Yigitos. What a great fucking name. Sam needs to find a way to summon the final loss boss of conspiracy theories, which is obviously Alex Jones. Can you imagine how good of an episode it would be to have Alex Jones versus Callan? Let's get him on. We, he'll do it. I feel like sometimes Callan has rebuttals to things that Sam is saying, and it's tough for Sam to whip up an answer right there on the spot. But I know Alex has, photograph has a photographic mem memory and can recall news stories from decades ago. Callan would be such a thorn in the ass for uh, Alex would be such a thorn in the ass for Cal and to deal with. Please find a way to make this happen. Done. Even to Zoom call. Done. Please, please reach out to him. I will. But let's find specific things we want to talk to him about. Yes. Also, that gay couple went around searching for a cake shop that would turn them down for being gay. They hey. had to, they had to go to multiple shops to find one. One more piece of advice for the kid in that video: Don't Sam um. Don't Sam um one more time in your life. What? I have no clue. Don't say um one more time in your life. Um what? Um all right. Let's go. Uh Adam Keep Benefit. going, keep going, keep going. Larry again. <laughs> so wait, Callen gets dick slapped by his 12-year-old daughter at home and then gets constantly ass slammed by Sam. Yeah, it's I almost feel bad. I'd almost feel bad if he wasn't such a wrinkly gay fuck puppet. Wacky fruit <laughs> Fruit bubble gum with the wind. God damn you yeah. fucking Laird, son of a bitch. Losing the Sam isn't enough now. Brian is taking hard L's from Rand Paul. <laughs> uh, but I'm not. Let me just address that. I'm 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 not. It's, you are. When, when, when the NIH funds research Brian. that is then given to the Wuhan lab, it doesn't mean... That that's a conspiracy. Oh, it you're just, just doesn't mean you're really that. stubborn, Brian. It means that the Wuhan lab studies respiratory viruses that come from bats, and then you have independent NGOs that do their Go own research. Go down a little more. Let's read some more because um, I don't want to hear about black uh, black wieners. Keep going. <laughs> that made me laugh. So much. <laughs> <laughs> Fact that he called it black wieners. So wait, power bottom, power bottom lizard person. The NIH gave money to a group that gave money to the Wuhan lab. Yes, that's true. Which a virus got out. A virus got out, and lots of pharmaceutical companies made profits off a of vaccine, also receiving funding from the NIH. But no conspiracy. Look, that's an interesting take, and it's <laughs> true that there's a lot of money in a, in a, a pandemic. But pandemic. Brian, you kind of win at the end. Your Russian spy fucking the win. propaganda is starting to grab a little yep. fucking root. James Coulter. 
Please have Brian explain the Tuskegee experiment and then explain how that is just a government bureaucracy. Well, by the way, the Tuskegee experiments have been studied and talked about ad nauseum, and that was that was a conspiracy to use black men in medical. Do you know trials. whose father ran that conspiracy? It, it, no, I don't. But the bottom line is that Valerie Jack. We, we were in a very racist country Keep back going. then, and okay. that is Keep always going. talked about. Keep it's, going. It's, it's out in the open. Keep going. Oh, by the way, real quick, can I give a shout out to our to the guy who made the uh, intro music? Yeah, Have you heard? It? No, let me hear it. The you ever heard the new sick. intro music? No, it's we fucking gotta, we great. We got to shout out these people who do this do this stuff. Listen to this it. real quick. Can we, we hear can it? See it? There we go. That's actually really good. I love that. That might be a keeper. What's yeah, that guy's a, name? Brian Deppenbrook. Can you email him one his name? thing real quick? Yeah. Brian Deppenbrook. Can we? Can you email well him? Well done, Diane Brian Deppenbrook. Do you have well him done. just at some point lower the, the, the beats a little more so we can hear us a little better? That's the only thing that I would do with that thing. It is fucking so well done, but the yeah. sometimes the beat drowns out our our voices. Brian Davenport, he'll hear this. Well done. Well, well done. done. I think let's, it's great. Let's use that from now on. Yeah, use that one. It's okay. great. Yeah, let's use really that. Good. Brian, we got a minute left. How do you want to end it? Because I know you got to go do touch butt and the kid. Listen, man, um, I, I, I just want to say once again that if you think it's a conspiracy, chalk it up usually to government incompetence and fear overreach and all the other shit. However, remember this, George Washington, I think said a couple things where maybe it wasn't him. One of the founding fathers said that people will create laws in the name of protection and in the name of the people that ultimately take their own freedoms away from themselves. And government should be treated like a necessary evil because typically what government will do is it will grow. Why? Because there is a natural tendency for all people to want power over other people. That is human. And the founding fathers knew that. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and John Jay understood that. Maybe John Jay, holla your boy. And those motherfuckers who wrote the Federalist Papers, which are considered the great one of the great ideas in philosophy. And by the way, they solve the political problem. We are all beneficiaries of those great men who feared tyranny, who feared mob men. rule, who feared... Uh, the growth and overreach of government. So um, I say that, and I say at the end of the day, that's the real conspiracy. Be afraid of people that want to take our freedoms away and and study what the founding fathers were afraid of and what they what they were creating bulwarks against. That's how you keep a conspiracy of a cabal of evil men or women, or both, from taking power and controlling everything we do. So Sam's paranoia is American. It's well-placed. He just gets a little crazy when he starts talking about chicken gods and uh, other realms. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken, snake gods, and the Anunnaki, and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.